Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 156 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbardton, and who's a furry with me tonight? My name is Nick Palio. I will not go on record and state I am a furry. I will not admit to that just yet. I had to make and, that joke. And I am Commander Lionheart, back again, and I may or may not deny or may or may not accept that I am a furry. We'll find out during this episode. <laughs> and Emmanuel, where can people find you at? People can find me over at twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart, where I have a couple streams a week, or on youtube.com slash Commander Lionheart, where I also have the streams up there, but I'm also going to be trying to do some actual recorded videos one of these days, maybe. Okay. If Puerto Rico lets you. If the electricity, if the internet, if my laziness... (laughs) Uh, I, I, well, not laziness, procastri- pro 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 uh, whatever laziness. I can't say the word procrast <sighs> procrast. Yeah, that that thing. And Emmanuel, want to introduce what we're talking about today? Because this is kind of something that I put on because of well, I put on because of both of you. Oh, yeah. So we are going to be talking about D 2003. It was 2004, right? 2004. Was it four? It was 2004. Three, like, September 2004. 3D platformer of the PlayStation 2 era, Sly 2, Band of Thieves. Although by Sucker Punch and came published by Sony. Yes. This is this I have only ever played the first game of the series, which was on this podcast. I forget what episode, but that's I have never I completely skipped this entire series back in the PS2 era. Yes, I was there for that episode as well. <laughs> yes, both of you were, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, I so, think it was both of us. Not, yep. I don't think any of us have played this game in a long, long time. Uh, the glory of this uh, podcast really helps <laughs> you discover old gems. And the thing about this game is, I I had known about it because a long, long time ago, when I first started the show, one of my original co-hosts, DJ, I had asked people what their favorite games because around episode 100, I was going to try to put people's favorite games in, which. Mm. Everyone left by that time. Well, besides me, so I just did my favorite game, Crown Trigger. But we were. Sly 2, he said, was his favorite game. And I've always kind of it's always stuck with me. I'm like, okay, one day I got to play this. I got to try out this game. And I was blown away by this game because Sly 1 is fine, but this game was something else. Sly 1 is such a proof of concept game yeah. for the PlayStation 2 era. And this is like, bam, the sequel does everything so much better. And it's just so much more, but all the more stuff is so good. They really just nailed it. Yeah, the thing about Sly 1 is that even though it's a PlayStation 2 game, it still feels a little bit held back by the PlayStation 1 archetype of, oh, you go into these different uh, levels. Like, you know how in Spyro you go through the portals, in Crash Bandicoot you also go through the portals. In Sly, you enter levels through portals as well. Here with Sly 2, it's an open world, or at least every episode is like a, a mini open world. So this one was a much bigger step up from the last game. This was just actually... the way the, the story works too to fit with the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like you have these different episodes, the game broken into eight episodes, and each episode, like you're saying, you're in this open world map. It, it, you almost feel like this is the, like I, I've always said this, and it's a it's a shame that we never actually got neither the movie or the TV series. But this this game or or these these games, they feel almost like they're a TV series like a Saturday morning cartoon. And, you know, I, I know that 
I wouldn't want the 3D version that they wanted to do of the TV series, <laughs> but I would have wanted. I believe that for Sly 4, they did like these many episodes of like recapping or or like telling, uh, letting people know what the gang has been up to ever since the end of Sly 3 up until Sly 4. They they released like these mini episodes, web web webisodes, I guess is, is what they called them back in the day. Yeah, and I've I've always felt like this series more than any other like any other like game property would benefit from having an actual TV series. It would just be like taking the concept of this game of like an episode and and make it like them going after uh, one villain or like like a. Oh, what's the name of the of that term? The monster of the week is what they call it. Yeah, in, yeah. In, this all supernatural kind of starts off as or Smallville yeah. is. Yeah. So I think that it could work if they ever wanted to do like a Saturday morning cartoon, you know, type of show. Like this game would benefit, or this series would be like the best one to do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I can agree with that. Yeah, it's such a children-friendly type of environment. It's, the cast of characters are also much fun. And it's just spy shit. Spy shit's so cool. Yeah. I mean, even like the story of this game, even I, I care about stories, but I didn't care in a platform. I usually just want to play the game. But the whole idea that you start off, you're trying to collect the parts or steal the parts of clockwork from the bo- the final boss of the first game. Mm-hmm. And then they get stolen right before you get there by another gang called the Claw Gang, I think it was. The yes. Claw Gang. And then your whole your whole mission now is to get all the parts back from the clock from the Claw Gang while you're being claw kind of gang. chased by Carmelita and the Interpol. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, I was just surprised. Like, like the, the first level you started with, I think it's called the Black Chate- Chateau or something. It's episode one. Like yeah. you get little missions because the whole idea is that you're trying to plan a heist for each mission. Like you have to go and you have to do recon. You have to do certain missions that will then affect, you know, the big mission at the end. And I haven't had a heist mission in the game since Grand Theft Auto five. You know, it's, yeah. it was like, okay, this reminded me of that again. This is almost like a proto persona five. Like, this was the prototype. <laughs> this game run, ran so that or walked so that Persona 5 could run, right? That's the saying? <laughs> I don't know. Or the other way around. I forget. But it was just like like when you get to an episode, you start off with only a couple missions sometimes and you get to see and, and also the game makes you play as all three characters. Sly, your raccoon that can be stealthy and get around the levels better. Murray, a big hippo that can punch things, and then a little turtle that is mostly sneaky and can shoot people with crossbows and put them to sleep. Yeah, and each character plays pretty differently. They have the core movements of how each small open hub is. It feels like it's designed for Sly Cooper to like balance and stealth his way through all of it. But then as you play as the other characters, you, you realize there's all these ledges and jump pads for all the other characters to basically explore pretty much all of the the environment. So you never feel limited by a character you're playing. You just feel powered by their specific abilities. I really only like Sly the most. I wasn't, I became better fan <laughs> mm-hmm. of Bentley, but it took a while. Yeah, but he's green. He's so I cool. Think, uh, I think that Bentley was my, is my least favorite. I think he improves a lot in the third game. Like they revamp him. And I think that they make him a little bit better to play as because, oh uh, God, the amounts of times that I just try to um, put anyone to sleep and they just and the shot fucking missed or something happened where they where the shot hit them, but it didn't take effect and they would just start ramming me uh, and attacking me. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, I got pretty good. At Bentley Bentley was my man. Um, 
but you unlock a couple moves for him that allow him to get a get around pretty easy in the game. But if you get money, <laughs> if you get money, if you get money, that's uh, another thing that's really cool that you can you know break like normal break stuff open, get money that way. But also there's treasures in each episode you can go steal or grab a slide and bring back. Plus you can pickpocket guards that will have items mm-hmm. that you can then sell too. Oh, I love pickpocketing guards. It's so much fun. I got into it later. Yeah. So, so different, though, from the first game, mm-hmm. like from the get go. It's just it, it shows you this isn't it's OK. It's the same characters. It's the same world. But the rules have changed. Everything has changed. First of all, and I know that we're probably going to touch up upon this later, but I want to touch upon it now at the beginning. Because it's literally one of the first things that you notice once you get into this game. There is no longer a live system. There is no. Now you have a health bar. No more of the Aku Aku Mass bullshit of like you take damage uh, or like the sparks uh, thing from Spyro again, which is something that carries over from the PlayStation One era of like taking hits instead of having a health bar that that was on the first game. And now it's transitioned to an actual PlayStation Two game where you actually have a health bar so that you can take a couple more hits and you recuperate it by uh, picking up health and stuff from the level. So. It immediately the game starts off way better. Yeah, it feels like an actual evolution mm-hmm. of game mechanics. Yep. And getting to, ha- I mean, you have multiple missions where you have the characters working together too as you're doing things, or work in some missions where they make you play as two different or three different characters too mm-hmm. throughout the game. Yeah, because sometimes you enter a mission as one character, but you're not going to stick around as that character throughout the whole mission uh, a lot of the times. Like, yeah, that that's it's just so so fucking cool. This game the different so, like enemy so cool. types because every level will have like your your normal little bad guys, and you'll have your big guards with the little with the flashlights that can like kick your ass if you get seen <laughs> by them. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just has so many. Just like the and the first episode, I felt did a good job of really kind of bringing you into this, and your the whole thing is you're trying to sneak into this nightclub to take this guy out, and I was surprised how much fun it was. Like I really enjoyed taking out the big pit boss looking hog guards like and stuff they were just i just really enjoyed it like i had so much fun this first episode it, even with the first episode they do such a great job of census scale you start off in a very like it doesn't feel congested to me for like a the hub world it's pretty big but it's not big like today's open world games it feels mm-hmm. nice and compacted and if you go around and every level has 30 little bottles that you can yep. collect. And if you collect all of them, you get you can find the safe and get a special move. But in doing that, you explore the level and you actually get the sense of achievement because you kind of feel the level now. You actually know where stuff is and you know how to get around that level pretty easily. Yeah. And just even in the beginning, learning, like doing recon missions and learning what you have to do instead of someone just telling you. You actually figure out, oh, I got to go destroy this generator. I have to go pickpocket this guard. And you learn everything as the game is slowly teaching it to you. Just brilliant. Brilliant game design. <laughs> it, it does a really good job. Like the whole Dimitri mission, you know, all the recon, everything makes sense. Like he's counterfeiting, you know, he's counterfeiting money and using the <laughs> clockwork parts. And just like everything you had to do the different mission. Like there's one mission you have to dance with Carmelita oh, to distract yeah. them while oh, yeah. Murray or them are doing mm. something else. And just. Everything is just so amusing, and it it works so well. I I thought it <laughs> it reminds me of another game where in in the Jack and Daxter series, <coughs> Jack Three is like the perfection of the Jack and Daxter series in the way that it keeps you doing something new 
all the time, and you feel like you're never really getting bored. <laughs> I never played anything but Jack One. That's the one of the of the PS2 which, platformer series I have not put on the show at all, and I have no which, plan to anytime soon. Which reminds me, well, I was gonna say, Mike, when are we gonna do Jack One? When we finish more ratchets and more Sly, and then then I'll get on there, Jack. I mean, you can just do Jack One and stop there. There's, they never made sequels to that game. Mm, I don't want to play one either. So one is so good. One is here's the deal. I've talked about this before. I think here I prefer Jack one over Sly one and Ratchet and Clank. I think that Jack and Dexter one is like out of the tree, the, the closest to perfection. After Someday. that, after that, the sequels do a better job than than everything else. Like. You know, Ratchet and Clank 2 and, and Sly 2 and, and every other Ratchet and Sly, they just blow Jack and Daxter out of the water. Someday I'll do Jack and Daxter. It's just, it's, it's not, a, it's, it's down the list. It's not as important to me. Mm. So That's when it's, opinion. when it's Spyro, when it's Spyro. Uh, surprisingly not yet. I keep meaning to put it on and I just keep putting other stuff. Eventually it will get on here though, because I need to play it. At least the reignited version. That'd be the first one. Original, but. So also like slide two, like the whole like the first claw game guy you go after, Dimitri's chameleon. And I, I think that like there's one mission you have to go and steal a painting and switch out a painting so you can hear what he's saying. Like just everything is such a good little heist movie in the whole sense that you really feel like you're getting ready for this big mission. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's so good. And, and you know, and it does such a good job of showing you what your missions are too when you get like, okay, you got this many missions to go, like this is what you gotta do. And and it does a very good job of engaging you. And you can also, if you want to, just run around the map and pick pocket guards and break stuff to earn money to buy all the moves, which I should have done early on, but I just never did. But it, and all the, and I feel like the missions are decently different too in each zone. I mean, sure they 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 do reduce stuff, of course, but it didn't feel as repetitive as it could have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that the the one that was most repetitive was the constant like you know going to the place scoping out taking pictures and which was always the initial mission of each uh, episode i think that that one was like the probably the most repetitive because you always had to do the exact same thing of like oh go into yeah, the, their their lair photographing thing and, and all that but you know it's part of what makes the mission the mission um, yeah that doesn't bother me yeah i will say that uh, however even though even though it is like you know repetitive and stuff you gotta you gotta appreciate that after you do that, they Bentley always brings up the slideshow thing, and that was that's like my favorite thing in the game of like seeing that slideshow of all right guys, this is what we're supposed to do. Sly, yes. you're gonna take care of this. Ben Murray, you're gonna do this, and I will take care of them. Especially so cool. in the last when it's the last slideshow of each episode, and it's like the operation name. Um, <laughs> I forget what the the name of the first one was. I can't uh, remember either, but. They're just so cool. All the different missions, like the way that this game did it, was really well done. Mm-hmm. I would even the first episode. I mean, it does a good job, and then you had, and then at the end, you have to fight Dimitri, and like also the whole story of like everything connects well to in into into it too, because oh, all the God. clockwork gang are doing different things in the to achieve the same end without realizing it. Without I, realizing, yes, I had forgotten about that. It, it's it has been a long time since I played this game, like probably 10 years so i i remember like you know like the beginning areas and all that but i didn't remember about what happens at the end which we'll get to later of you know that that realization of like oh everything everything everybody did was had a purpose and 
everything just came together and I was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> also, I do want to add that this was my first Sly game. I didn't start with Sly 1 per se. I uh, This was back in maybe 2005, I think, when when I got to play this game. It was my first and only Sly Cooper game for a while until I got a, a PS3 with the Sly collection. And that's how then I, I got to play Sly 1, replay this, and then play Sly, uh, Sly 3, which is why I guess this it's why this is my favorite one in the series. Well, because I, it's seems, the one that I've played the most. Seems to be the best one or people's favorite. Yeah, it's either this one or 3. I, I need to play 3 again to determine that like I had... I think that I had problems with Tree with some of the stuff that happened in that one, but it wasn't that major. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to... This game had made me really excited for the eventual sequel to this game because <laughs> this feels like such a complete game. I don't really know where they could go from here mechanically. And that makes me really excited. The story can always continue, but this just felt so tight. Everything felt really nice. And unless they actually significantly overhaul the sneaking or make combat more of a focus this just feels like a good last game i honestly don't remember that much like if there's like a significant difference and you want to talk about a little bit like when you finally you do you know when you do your first heist after you know to go get dimitri that was pretty damn cool too like you break down a sign to get into his into his area (laughs) and you got to fight him i had to look up what to do because i was having a hard time with this fight Mm -hmm. not that hard i was just not playing right but uh, yeah, I thought the boss fights in this game were hard. I think I died like a couple times in Dimitri's boss battle. Like, I mean, I cheated too. I use save states. I should put that out, but I I didn't. But you know, <laughs> that's because trophies. No, no, I, I I have the platinum to these games oh. ten years ago. I I got them ten years ago. Damn, so nice. Yeah, and no, I was just I was using the the emulator, but the, the emulator doesn't have save states. So, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. I own the PS3 copy of this, but I didn't want to play that. <laughs> I own the PS2 copy. I own the PS3 copy. Like it's on PS now. That's good. Cool. I'm glad it. I'm glad it's in more places. And then you, after you beat Dimitri, like you find out later on, like he was the one spreading the spice. And then right after that, it kicks you into the into the second episode. And each episode, I think, is very cool. Like like you were saying, sure before about the slideshow that like you get a little like cutscene thing that kind of shows you like what happened like oh Carmelita came and she captured <laughs> you know Dimitri and then you go on to, and then you go on to the next target which uh, the second episode you're trying to attack a castle if I remember correctly right Rashad's mm-hmm. yeah this one I didn't like as much as the first one I had a hard time with this one hmm because you're in India which I like I, it's cool that this game jumps you know cities like in the first level you're in Paris second one you're in India Third one, you're still in India, but it's like a, a in a jungle. Yeah. Um, I was also surprised at the fact that episode two and three are the same villain, because in two, you oh, yeah. don't end up capturing him. You steal some of his parts, mm-hmm. but he gets away, and then it leads you into the th- into the third episode, where you also deal with him again, which I, I did actually like in the end. Yeah, that was... Uh, I didn't expect that, because when I play the first episode, you kind of take care of Dimitri pretty quickly, and yep. then you go into the next villain... And then the fact that you didn't capture him in the end, I was like, oh, that's surprising. Like that actually felt like a good way to do the narrative is like not every villain is easy. Sometimes you're not there for the villain. You're there just for the goal. And that can carry over to a new episode. Yep. And that just works really well. The game has so many surprises in its story for a ch- for a fucking kids game. Quote unquote kids game. Yeah, I was this, I was this just. One- Constantly the first surprised. game was E for E for everyone or E10, and this one is teen. So you know, 
Really? It's still a kid's yeah. game. It's just more violent. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's just like Ratchet and Clank. Well, no, Ratchet and Clank started off teen, teen or teen. Yeah, and then it, went, and, it went to E2, E10. One of them did. Oh, no, yeah. Um, all of them on the PlayStation 3 and forward were all E10. The last <laughs> teen game was, I think, was Deadlocked. Oh, okay. Crazy stuff. Very crazy stuff. Oh, and then in, in the second, and then in episode two and three, that's when you had the rhinoceros guards too, which they amused me for some reason oh. a lot. I don't know why, yeah, but yeah. Just, I always liked seeing what the new guards were going to be, what kind of what kind of animals they were. Mm-hmm. So many great character designs. Like yes, yes. You're, you're not dealing with humans; you're just dealing with animals. And the way they, uh, God, what is it called? Anthropomorphize. Yes. It's just so cool. It's so much fun. It would have been this would have been a great children's show or movie. See what I mean? Yeah. I'm telling you, this should have been a cartoon. <laughs> it does a, it does a good job with it. Like it and how everything leads up and like I don't just sneaking around the castle of Rashad and trying to get to him. Everything was pretty interesting from what I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a whole lot about episode two. I just remember elephants and I remember the dance. it was long at times. The the best part about episode two is the dance. That's that's like okay. I thought the dance was one, but you're right, it's two. No, it, it's in in the second in the second episode where uh, Sly needs to dance with Carmelita, who is the the constant presence, kind of that is always like chasing you around and trying to capture you because she's a cop and whatnot. So I like how she didn't know that it was Sly, just because he was wearing a goddamn tuxedo and not the <laughs> the, the usual garb, <laughs> like. <laughs> God, it's it works. Uh, I mean, it's the same Superman thing, you know. Uh, yes, yes, exactly the same thing. Like he didn't even like, you know, his, his face kind of like looks like a, a a bandana, anyways. So I don't know. It's just, I don't know why, but it's just funny. <laughs> and this is also, I think you get into. I think is Neela in the first episode also. Yeah, Neela yes. Constable Neela shows up at the prologue, which is before episode one where Sly and the gang are trying to deal the clockwork parts that are at a museum. But when they get there, the clockwork parts uh, are already gone and Carmelita and Neela show up to bust them. But they they escape as per usual. Mm-hmm. OK, because, yeah, I remember her being around like she helps you kind of at first in a few missions. Yeah, here yeah, she she helps you. Yes, yeah. yes. Totally I didn't see that coming, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, as a kid, as a kid, I didn't see that coming either. Just... I wasn't a kid, and I still didn't see it coming. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a grown ass adult, and I was like, "Wow, this is so cool! Surprises!" <laughs> yeah. And do they make you first hack in episode two, or is that three when you first have to start hacking with Bentley or not Bent Murray? No, Bentley. Bentley. Bentley's the Bentley. Turtle. Okay. Oh yeah, Murray's the elephant. Yeah, the hippo. Hippo. <laughs> <laughs> Hacking Hippo, was annoying. Alabama. I did not like the hacking minigame. We have to drive like a little tank and it's like a shooter. Yeah. Like a shooter. Okay, so first off, let's back up to the episode two and three. Murray's a hippo and there's elephants in the game in chapters two and three that are just patrolling, but they're mm-hmm. just elephants, right? Or are they, or are they uh, humans? Nick, don't think about it. It's the same thing with Goofy and Pluto from Disney. Don't think about it, please. They have, no. they have human no. animals and then animals. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, yeah, you're uh, right. They're actual elephants. Yeah, you're right. Like I forgot. Okay, elephants. now I get what you're doing. What's up with that? It's, it's, it's evolution. 
evolution next. Some of them evolved into actual, to have actual human brains and stuff, and the other ones, they stayed monkeys. Or Is this, is this biting social commentary on the social classes of animals? It's utopia. Oh, man. I am a furry. This, right. this game walked so that Zootopia could run. <laughs> I'm going to stop you there. I mean, it's not that far away, you know? Like, Nick Nick Wilde is a fox in... Well, fox. Yeah, fox. And he then becomes a cop. Carmelita Fox. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it's all it's all coming together, boys. Uh, but, I mean, it's just, it does such a good job of linking everything. And, and, oh, and it is episode two where you first use the damn copter also, which I was not a fan of. Oh, what? It took me a little bit to get the hang of it, but I did not like the little copter. You got to drop bombs on people and die. It's a very loosey-goosey copter. Yeah, it's better than the helicopter from GTA Vice City, but it's still like not not that great. uh, I'm going to be honest. Hey, at least there were no racing missions in this oh, game. Oh, thank God. Yes. Oh, thank God. Those were fucking miserable in the first game. I don't remember what yeah. they were for. I just remember them being miserable. Uh, I didn't understand the proper definition of rubber banding until I played those games. And those games, oh, man. In oh, yeah. the first game, the races were so that you could get uh, the keys or some, or something else. I don't I don't remember what it was. I just so you can remember that you're shit. All. Yeah, it's just such a good job with the open worlds of of having you run around and use the open world for different things. Like in one with the helicopter in episode two, where you're escorting Murray as he's carrying something, and you have to, you know, be his air support. Like they do a very good job with that. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a very like vast array of different things. Some returning like the turret. There were turrets in the first game, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the first sure. game at all, by the way. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there were turrets in the first game because you had to, like, protect Murray. Because that was the... Back in the first game, here, here's another thing that, that we haven't touched upon, is that Murray has changed from the first game. Mm-hmm. The first game, he was just, like, the getaway driver uh, oh, with yeah. the van. And here, he he's now, like, a luchador. He he actually, like, fights and, and does stuff, like... He's changed his own persona and everything. Like, I mean, the yeah. Murray. <laughs> oh, yeah. He speaks in the third person. Oh, I love it. I I, I love it. I think I think episode yeah. three was my least favorite episode. Mm. Where, you, where you're going after a shot again, but this time you're in a swamp or a jungle. Yeah. I, had, I didn't like the layout of the level. I got lost a lot. I didn't like how the levels, it, it's very level, like different height levels is what I'm trying to say. And I didn't like that. There was some time where I couldn't figure out how to get somewhere. And I, okay, I got to go here, 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 climb this tree, climb this tree all the way over here, and then get to where I need to go. And it would annoy me that I had to do mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you. I think that, the that episode three is on the bottom uh, of, of levels for me. I, I got lost a lot of times as well. Like you on trying to, there were some objectives that you had to like, get to the top of some place and I was trying I was trying to like figure out how do I get up there because I you don't have the paraglide yet uh, no. by that point which is mm-hmm. the paraglide is a godsend just <laughs> one of the one of the best additions to the game so you know trying to find oh this tree I can see that I can maybe climb it but then finding out that that's not the one it's another tree or yeah no it's probably like my least favorite level as well. It was just, it was just very confusing. And I got, I had a heart. It took me a little while this episode to get through it too. Like this was a hard episode. I felt. Yeah, it was. It, it I mean, the game like a really does do a good job of switching up where, you know, you have your turret missions, you have all your different missions, but 
I still just wanted to be sly. <laughs> That's just like, yeah. Sly. Well, I don't know if to say spoilers, but uh, there's there's a lot more characters in the third game. <laughs> That's fine. It'll be a while before I play the third one. So. Mm-hmm. Anything else about the third episode before we get to the end of the third episode we should mention that you guys want to talk about? Well, I liked like the th- maybe the betrayal was the the cool thing of like, yeah when you, when you fight the tiger expecting... I, you don't fight the boss as yeah. Sly you fight him as Murray mm-hmm. yeah which I thought was kind of cool because you know I was like okay they switch up the boss fights in this game oh, yeah. it's not just just Sly fighting everybody yeah and it does feel like such a cooperative like ensemble cast now because Sly, Sly Cooper is still kind of like the main character but now that you're using Murray and Bentley also had such a radical shift he's now doing field work he's no longer just behind a computer it everybody has their own importance and the fact that murray comes down being the stupid like <laughs> hippo that he is he goes and he just punches the boss and wins and it's great <laughs> that was a hard fight too but i it took yeah, a little while it was I mean, I used to, of course but like, all of the fight time. all of the boss fights were hard this time around like yeah, they are compared to the first game like yeah i, I, I mean, died a lot and this is when you have the big betrayal that Neela betrays you and throws mm-hmm. Carmelita in jail. And you find out the, the spider, there's this big spider lady that is part of the Interpol, which I'm like, that looks like a villain. That and they're like, oh, no, up. she's she's a cop. And I'm like, that looks like a villain. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's that one thing of, yeah, that's a rotten egg, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah. And then Neela, you know, betrays everybody and you get captured by Interpol. Or, well, Murray and Sly get captured. And then Carmelita also gets captured by... Yep. By the spider lady. Yeah, because she gets framed by Neela. Neela says uh, uh, she was working with the Cooper gang because Neela took a picture of uh, Carmelita and Sly dancing in ep- back in episode two. And she's and she uh, frames her as as them just being cohorts or whatever. And it works somehow. And it worked. Uh, yeah, p- but it's because the Contessa is also in cahoots with uh, Neela. So, yeah, and the Claw Gang, you find out in her mission that she's yeah. a Claw member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was an interesting one, too. Like, before every mission, I don't, you get the little, like, flash when they talk about, just like they did in the first one, how the villain became a villain. And they talk yeah, about, oh, yes. Contessa, she married different people, and they <laughs> died shortly after she married them, and she made hey. a lot of money. Hey, she's a Black Widow, so. Which was funny, by the way. <laughs> but no red hair, though, for this Black Widow also, huh? This ain't Marvel. <laughs> she's, yeah, I know. she's still mommy, though. <laughs> Oh, and when you start this, this level is really interesting because you don't, all you have is Bentley or Murray. Oh, Bentley. Mm-hmm. Bentley. Bentley. All yeah. you have is Bentley. There's nobody else because Ep- episode they're in four, jail. You mean? Yeah. Episode mm-hmm. four, you start in. Oh, yes. Episode four. Yeah. It's yeah. a jailbreak. It's uh, a jailbreak. What, what city is it in? I don't remember what Prague. city this is. Yeah, is Prague. Prague. Eastern Europe. Okay. Again, that's so cool how you travel, you're, you know, traveling the globe in this game. I really like that. I mean, everybody it, speaks English. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's game. You you gotta kind of like let go of that just because you would alienate a lot of your audience. I mean, I would like it personally because I just read subtitles, but a lot of people would be very upset and wouldn't play the game. Yeah. Well, I I understand. I think it's. I mean, it's a children's game, but it's just it's so funny to me. It's like yeah, just but just it, speak English it, as all all you want. It was not my favorite hub world though either. Like I liked it more than the than the jungle. It was scary. It is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, as a it's kid, like a, I think that that this this level might have given me nightmares. It's 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 a dark world too. Like you you have to rescue Sly. He's in solitary confinement in a little cell, and you have to like crash a train at one point. 
in order to get into more of the, you know, break a wall, break open a wall with a train. Like you have to do a bunch of different, like more devious mission. Yeah. I, I oh, before, before we continue, I did like, good. I did like the little bit before the, the beginning of the episode of episode four, where Bentley finds the van in the jungle and he's like, I'm going to have to do the, the most dangerous thing out of all. Learn how to drive stick. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wonder um, how many kids, like kids that are actually playing this, like, do they think that was a funny joke? Do they understand what that means? No. no. Here's or the deal. It, like, again, this is why these games are so good and hold up so well is because they don't just necessarily like are aimed exclusively at kids. It's there's also a little bit for the adults or the teens or whatever. So uh, like the jokes and the stuff that they throw in here and there. I think that yeah. the best games and cartoons that are like, you know, kitty or cartoonish or whatever. I, I think that the best ones are those that can appeal to all the audiences, not just kids, you know, like or at least not treat kids as as these dumb little babies or whatever. But my real question is when they locked up Sly, why didn't take away his cane? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, I don't have an answer for you. That's game for you. Yeah. yeah. There was no time for for a retrieve gear mission like in other mm-hmm. games. <laughs> but I do I do gotta say when you first find out like where Carmela Carmelia Car whatever Carmelita. her name is. Carmelita. Like she's chained up in the top of this tower getting like her mind trying to get her mind wiped. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is kind of dark here. Mm, mm-hmm. So hot. I mean, yes, yeah, dark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it was a good a like. A furry. <laughs> it really makes you see how evil uh, the Contessa is too. I thought mm-hmm. that was a, that it did a good job of that. It, it did a good job of making you hate her. Like I did not like this character at all. But you're not mm-hmm. supposed to. She's, oh, yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to. Yeah, and she's just a villain. She's just this pure. Yeah, she's she's a straight up villain. villain. Yeah, that somehow managed to become a cop. You know, I mean, she torturing Murray too. Like when you finally find Murray, she's been using spice on him to make him go crazy and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is also when you kind of like in episode three and then more, they kind of talk about how the spice can make you go. Cause the whole thing is this whole clockwork gang is all besides Dimitri is all using spice, harvesting spice, using spice in different ways. And the spice is like, is a drug essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which then plays a more part in the story. You find out later that Dimitri was giving everybody the spice and spicing their food, but without them knowing it. So they're all intoxicated. Yeah. So susceptible to hypnotism. Yes. And that's what she does in Murray, where you have to go in there and, like, get him angry so he chases after you and breaks things, too. Like, I thought that was kind of... And also on her level, they have spider webs that you use to jump off of as your <laughs> platforms. Mm-hmm. And you fight bats, yeah. too, as the guards are bats. And I forget what the... I think they're... I they're forget like, what the big guards are. Are they vultures for her? Yeah, they're, they're vultures. There's the bats and there's... Um, I don't know if there were wolves, necessarily. There are um, wolves. It's either, like, wolves or foxes. Yeah, yeah. It's It's, like... Where, where, where hogs? No, where, where wolf, where wolves? Yes, <laughs> it does a good job. Yeah, it, 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 it's such a creepy level, though, too. I mean, it, it, it fits like the whole because I, it's Prague, so it's Eastern Europe. It's kind of like going for that Transylvania kind of feel where some of the enemies are actually like they're goddamn gargoyles because they, yeah. like, the show gargoyles like they they are stone and then suddenly they break open and they start attacking you like yeah yeah that's terrifying yes yes very 
<laughs> and one move that I really liked in this game was the fact that you could, like, if you go behind somebody, hit triangle and square, and you can take them out mm-hmm. without them attacking you. Mostly stealth, mm-hmm. what you mean. That's... Enemies can hear you until later on when you buy an upgrade where they can't hear you, but it was a cool, I, it was my favorite move to use in this game. Is oh, yeah. That's, that's the way to play this game. Just come on and slam. Yeah, because yeah. you can't really, you're not, you're not a good fighter. Mm-hmm. Sly or Bentley can't fight at all, so. Yeah, I like that you can just pickpocket them and then viciously murder them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I did every time. Yeah. I, I got what I came for and I killed you I... so you wouldn't be a problem anymore. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. But the climbing in this game is so good and I think episode four does a good job of making you have to use hooks and and it starts adding new things to the formula where the other episode didn't have as much. Mm-hmm. And when you finally did get the free Carmelita and you take out the Contessa, that felt really good too. Oh yeah. Fucking Contessa. That was a scary she wasn't a very hard boss though. No, she's she's probably the easiest boss out of them all. Yeah. Just kinda you just kinda keep keep hitting her. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I was surprised. You hit her two or three times, you step away because she's going to attack you, and then rinse and repeat is basically what you did with her. Also avoid her hypnotism because if she hit you with with her with her hypno ray, she uh you started being Yeah, that's some cool LSD shit. Oh yeah. I didn't get hit by it. I avoided it. Oh, without okay. safe states. Okay, interesting. Yeah, if if she hits you when when she does the the eyes thing, like you just become like a mindless drone walking, and you see this this effect, this colorful effect, like the swirl uh, cool. uh, in the background. Yeah, it's it's real cool. Like God, this again, this game. I, I know that it's the comparison of like Persona, which oozes style and all that it. shit. This game oozes style, like Ooh, even style. Even, so much oh, the graphics style still hold up amazingly well yes. to this day. Like, I mean, I played this on the PS... I played PS2 version of it on my computer, but it still looked good. I mean, it, games, it still games looked very like good. This, games like this, like the Sly games and Okami, is why I've always said I don't want photorealistic graphics on, in games because those over time, they will... You're going to look at them and you're going to go like, ooh, it doesn't look that good anymore. But yeah. when but games that are like cell shaded like this or, or like Okami, like you can still look at them and you'll say, damn, these games still look good. Like they look like works of art. Yeah. yeah so, the art style really elevates it above a lot of stuff. Like even like, I mean, to reference Persona again, Persona 3 and Persona 4, they have such a really great aesthetic that the music the sound design the visuals everything even 10 15 years later still looks really good and the sly games are exactly that you mm-hmm. you, you can mess with body proportions you can have all your colorful cast of characters and they will still look good 10 15 years down the line yeah yeah which is a shame that these games are not on ps4 aside from ps now but that's streaming i mean actual ps4 yeah that's... these games deserve a pretty Good HD remake. Uh, an HD HD remake. HD yes. HD, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, you know, getting to that era where all games are more available to be mm-hmm. ported or in some way. Yeah. And we're not really that, there yet. That, that, I'm always a proponent of, you know, I, I know that a lot of people are against like remakes and remasters and people are always saying, oh, why, why are they porting over this old shit again? Like, I know that people are tired and sick of Skyrim and Resident Evil 4 and Grand Theft Auto and whatever, but, you know, sometimes you do have to keep bringing a lot of these games back because sometimes accessibility isn't necessarily, you know, there anymore. Like, Nintendo. God, Nintendo is the worst one with this shit. Like, goddamn. They are. 
Yes, they absolutely are. I know they that don't people, like to re-release games. I, I know that they love and and Nintendo, and I I love Nintendo too. But I I also have to like give them you know tough love because of some of the practices that they do. But yeah, I am all for remasters, remakes, and ports of of old games, especially if they're not any more like super accessible. Like again, I know that these games, the Sly Collection, is on PS Now, but not everybody has good internet to stream these games. And I, another one, another thing that I could say is like like Mike and me, like we emulate games. You know, not everybody is also willing to have a PC to emulate these games, or not everybody mm-hmm. has the time or patience to set up emulation because sometimes emulation doesn't work flawlessly. Yes, sometimes sir. you're gonna have, especially with the PlayStation Two emulation you're gonna have a lot of things that are not going to translate well when you try to emulate them no matter how clean the copy of the of the rom that you got is so mm-hmm. i am just a, a huge proponent every single time every single year of bring back these games bring bring back i even if it's a small slight change uh, to make them like a new hd or whatever just bring them back like some people have never some people never had a PlayStation 2 or a PlayStation 3 and never got to play these games. And, you know, us that we're talking about these maybe inspire them to actually do want to check them out, but they're not readily, readily available. So mm-hmm. I, I, I will always support, you know, remasters and remakes as long as they're well done. That's, that's, well, I don't that's, mind if you just re-release something and just put it out there oh, so yeah. people can buy it if it doesn't yeah, that, exist. Like, yeah, that too. Everything should be on Steam, in my opinion. But anything old, throw it on Steam. If you can put it on PC, just put it out there at that point. Just get it mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Yes. Just re-release it. Just have a new SKU for the latest generation. I mean, I know it's not that simple, but yeah. when you can, like, do it. Yeah. Like, but now it runs on PS5. And then, bam, done. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. Anyway. And but, uh, one last thing on yeah, that comment about like emulation, like when I emulate this game, I had to change the core a couple different times to find the core that didn't make the game play at 70 speed the whole time. Like yeah. PS2 emulation is, it's, it's difficult. It's not simple. I do it all the time now, it, but it is not a simple. It, it's not thing. just, it not, it's not just PS2 emulation. It's every emulation. Like, well, no, Nintendo. no, I mean, but super Nintendo has been out for a while. So people, already know how to work around this and 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 those games aren't necessarily that you know demanding so you know they're not that hard to actually emulate but starting with the n64 playstation one that's where it gets a little bit more complicated because of how 64 is a bitch because of the archetypes of of each system and all that like there's still no actual solid Xbox emulation that I can find. There is, is an X. They haven't. Fin- no one's finished it yet, which really makes yeah. me sad because there's a lot of Xbox games that are locked away on Xbox that I someday want to play. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then like with Episode Four, I think the only last thing we really need to say about it, it kind of wraps up where you save Carmelita, you take out the Contessa, but and you also one oh, one thing we forgot to mention, you have Neela going to war against the Contessa in this mission too, where you're kind of That's... pitting them against each other too and doing different things to inter to interact with them. Yeah. That's in episode five. Episode oh, four five? is yeah. Episode yeah, four episode is, five. is just uh, the jailbreak. Oh, okay, then episode episode five, you're chasing after the contestant. And she ran to her secret castle, then right? Such, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Carmelita's on the run, if I remember correctly, right? Yep. Yes. Okay, I'd forgotten that episode five was. I didn't like episode five no. that much either. No, because oh, in episode man. in episode four, it's just 
Sly and Murray that you free. Carmelita is, is when you start, and you never see Carmelita in episode four at all. Like you don't oh, know. Okay, sorry, I skipped. I combined yeah. them. I mean, it, it's fair. Like both. Like the the thing is that you know with these episodes that are with still the same villain, you can kind of like. Because uh, five is when you fight the contestant. You don't fight the contestant into four. You just end four. No. Yeah, you just okay. That's what it was. Fi- finish the jailbreak in, in four, and then in episode five is when Contessa versus Neela happens. Okay, five is an interesting point. You have the damn tanks that are driving around, mm-hmm. and you have the pilot oh, tank, boy. which is one of the most miserable controls I played in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. yeah. Remember the remember the driving. Well, <laughs> this time it's a tank. <laughs> It was miserable. Like you had to hold both to go forward to turn left. I never even really understood what the hell I was doing. I just used save states until I just took out who, when I have to chase after Carmelita at one it's point, the, just did it, or whoever I chased after just did it fast enough. Nila, where I just did it right or something. It's the halo thing of, but, it, but worse because at least in halo, you have, you have like, you know, actual control and it kind of makes sense. But here it did, it did not because here the deal is that it's not just that you, uh, have to hold the left stick to move forward. You need to hold both left and right stick mm-hmm. to move forward. And in order to rotate, you let go of one so that the how do you what do you call those things in the tanks? The trims, threads, the threads. Yeah, the threads. You let go of one. So, uh, if, for example, if you wanted to go right, you let go of of the left or the no of the right analog stick. I think so that. The left one kept moving, but the right one didn't. It's, it was oh, it was yeah. miserable. It was it wasn't good. I, I it wasn't good. <laughs> it was my least favorite time with the game. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, I mean, of all the mini games this game has, and I think this was the worst that it made you do. I think <sighs> that they improve a lot of all this shit, uh, all of the, the all of the gripes that we have with with the mini games at least in the third game. I don't think that's why I'm trying to remember what happens in the third game, like in terms of gameplay if they actually do like do a major change which i don't think so i think that they they saw that slide two was the best was already like the perfected gameplay taken from from one and i don't think that they added like too much more difference to it in three it's just they refined the the little things that people might have complained about like i think i think that in three there's still the mini games of of the hacking thing I know that in four, there's definitely the hacking games, but in three, I don't remember that well. But if there are, I think that they're much better than here. There's no tank in three, thankfully. <laughs> I do look forward to playing three someday. I really do. I mean, I look forward to hopefully being here to talk about it. You'll be there when, when three does some someday happen, long as Puerto Rico doesn't get swallowed up by a earthquake. A big giant monster, yeah. Even talking about the tank, I feel this game, I had, as much as I love it, and I think it's a really, really great example of this genre, there was just these tiny annoyances all mm-hmm. over the game. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just like, oh, I don't like the way this controls, or it's like, oh, this mission is not as good as the others. And it's so apparent when you get to something that feels kind of bad, how much it sticks out compared to the rest of the game. Because I feel like every... Every level has a couple missions that are just like, I really didn't need to play this. Or mm-hmm. this one just doesn't feel as polished as everything else. And it's usually, like we said, the, the mini games or the side yeah. things like the tank, the chopper, the hacking. It's not necessarily the core gameplay. It is the side gameplay that yeah. kind of lowers this game from being that, oh, that perfect game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I can agree on that. Yeah, I still enjoyed most of them, but yeah, no, some were annoying. None were super bad. The tank was the worst. There's one mini. There's one mission in the in this area where you where you play as Bentley and you have to like take out a ton of wolves and you have to use traps and things and that was hard. Even uh, with safe states, that was hard because you that was, one that hit such a hard one. Yeah, and you're done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that you're trying to grab all the dark magic juju juice. The black yeah. mojo. Yeah. yeah, the black the bad mojo. Mm, the mojo. <laughs> it, it was. I didn't like. It was hard. I had a very hard time doing it. Even with safe states, I had to be creative sometimes because I just would get myself in bad situations. And I went and did them all, and then the game froze on me, and then I had to redo all Oof. these missions. I was irritated. Ooh. That's what happened when you only use one safe state and weren't using multiple safe states, mm. and weren't saving the game normally either. It wasn't. It was about half an hour of progress I lost when it happened. But I mean, it wasn't the game's fault. It was emulation issues. My computer just had enough. <laughs> Sometimes well, you're running PS2 emulate, and you know you start getting into the higher emulations, PS2 and ah, like it, there, it's not as simple. No, no, not at all. GameCube runs better than PS2, by the way. Yeah. Yes. No, I also had a lot of weird graphical issues in the game. A lot of times, you go into like your Binocicom, and you can see both characters. Like one character will be talking to you, and then Sly will be listening. Sly's hat would just disappear. Is wait, was that in the PS2 version? It's I I, I was playing on the PS3. Oh, okay. No, yeah. it's wait on PS3 emulation or just PlayStation three. Just PlayStation three. Just a, just slide. a regular game. Yeah, and you could see his ha- hair. Did that happen to you, Mike? Uh, no, that never happened to me. Okay, so maybe it is a PlayStation three thing. It happened on I was I obviously I was just playing the the emulated version of the PlayStation T PlayStation three. But yeah, that happened to me every single time with Sly. Yeah. where it was his pretty hat, o- it was pretty often. <laughs> it was okay, so maybe funny. Maybe it was a PS3 thing because I played the PS2 version. I didn't have any issues like that. Yeah, it, it might have been like some some bad code left in the game. I, I, I didn't really was. have any real graphical issues with this game at all. Surprise, like nothing. Like, I mean, I, I would I don't. I I think that I think it's a feature because it's like oh he's just taking his hat to like conceal his mouth so that Bentley doesn't see what he's saying or something like. <laughs> I like to joke around with that. I, I didn't see it. Like sometimes bugs and, and glitches, they can be irritating and annoying. But some of them sometimes they, they're they're silly. Yeah, like it never broke my game or anything. But mm-hmm. it was just weird things where like you would take a picture. And since it's a four by three game and they fit it for a 16 by nine aspect ratio, not everything was properly formatted. Mm. And so I would have yeah. weird boxes that just like, oh, this is now black bars on the side of the screen or like just shows you the screen and this is just wrong. Yeah. It's interesting though. But episode five, I thought was really cool. All the tanks, you have this storming the castle, you're going to war. There's like yeah. a n- supernatural element with like ghosts and shit. Yes. Yeah. That's really cool. It was re- very well done. I mean, like the part you had to go, you at one point you have to steal ghosts and then go there and like drop them into her house. Yeah, into, mm-hmm. ne- into Neela's headquarters. Just to piss her off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what sets off like, oh, we got to attack them because they're trying to attack us and, and all that. I just love like, oh, man, there's ghosts here. I need to buy more guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It was stupid, but it worked. Like, you know, this game was made by Americans. <laughs> okay, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who comes in Texas, that's probably a lot more truer than for us, huh? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And then when you finally, because you finally get the Contessa at the end of, of end of episode five, and then you rescue Carmelita, then she escapes with you. Yeah, yeah, but then she just bails. She's like, nope, I will not be associated with thieves. Yeah, which is, makes sense. I want them to get sense. together, but it makes sense. They're destined. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, and then what is episode six again? That one, I that's the first one with John Bison or Gene Bison, whatever John, hell his name is. John Bison. He has Jean a French. He has Besson. a French pronunciation name, and he's the most. <laughs> he has the most Oregon hardcore ass. southern southern yeah. accent I've heard. <laughs> well, I reckon that these Sly Coopers. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Your name, the the, the the way you say your name <laughs> does not match how you talk, sir. <laughs> it's it's a really good pun. Oh, I love it. I, I love yeah. that. That is that is John Basson. <laughs> yeah. Which one was his first level? I can't, is that the one where the, you're... Train. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that level was really cool. Um, so That's a good level. I was because he has multiple parts too, and you have to go in the whole mission with this one. There's no like really big heist. You're just going and taking out three different trains to steal all his parts. Yeah. yeah. And if you go into like the main menu, it actually shows you like level selects and it tells you how much time you spend on each level. Like oh. the first level was like an hour and 45 minutes. And then each level since then is somewhere around two hours. Yeah. Uh, Jean Besson's first level, it took me an hour and one minute. Like, it's just the pacing on it is just fast. You just get in there and you get out real fast. This is when you get fast. attacked by Moose. He has mm-hmm. Mooses that are his guards. Yes. Yeah. Or, I think or he's also it's Canadian. You're in Canada, Moose too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Canada. <laughs> God. It's, it's Canada. He's he's from the south, or he sounds like he's from the south, and his, oh, his name is French. Like his God story sick. is great, though, where he was a somebody from like the eighteen hundreds that got frozen in ice, yes. so he has a different <laughs> mindset of like let's destroy everything and harvest everything. Yes, I it's love so, it. It's so anti like conservationist, and mm-hmm. like it's like I hate trees. It's <laughs> great. You can absolutely tell this game was made by Americans. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, Gets me God. every time. <laughs> <laughs> he's it was a good level though like having to go get the trains there's one mm-hmm. really funny part where he's like well they, you won't get past me when one of the trains you just you just you don't have to, you just go by his car you just sneak by his car and just leave or his car you know the yeah car uh train car oh, um headquarters is washington by the way for sucker punch great beautiful uh, americans <laughs> my point stands <laughs> america it's just a good level. Like riding the trains was interesting. The world map for this one was fun. Like mm-hmm. the recon mission was different where you have to go and eavesdrop on him and then go and you have to find his different little cabins and you have and steal his like uh, art or something or the fish have blueprints in them. Like yeah. there's a lot of interesting things in it and that they made you do. And this is the first one where you have, which I hate it with these hooks. You have to jump on these hooks and then spring yourself. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really cool mechanic, but I just suck at it. Me too. I didn't have problem with it. <laughs> I had a terrible time with it. And it's also interesting because Murray's missing in this area, too, at first, because Carmelita captured him and threw yeah. him in a sack. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes to look for a snack, and then he gets captured by the police. <laughs> <laughs> and she... And she's such a good, a good cop though that she's that she still gives him food. Like yeah, she gives him jelly beans. Thanks for the jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 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 amusing. Yeah. And so she's around here, running around at times, or running to her too throughout the level. Yeah, 
It's so it, good. It's a like, well done level two. Mm-hmm. It was just and taking out the trains. Like, isn't this one you have to fly up? You have to go on a plane and like parachute down onto a cars, right? Yeah, yeah. It's this one. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It took me a little bit, but it was actually kind of cool. I, it took me a little bit to figure out like what to do because I just kept like hitting the balloons. And I mm. forgot you had the paraglider, so you can actually just you bounce up, hit the paraglider again, and then you can go and land on the train. I was just like I hit I hit one balloon and I tried to land on the train and I kept failing. I didn't know it even showed how much spice you have on the on your backpack. Like you have to hit balloon to balloon to balloon to balloon, and then once you fill it up, you go and blow up a train. And then it tells you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took me good. a while to for not the f- the first train I got it immediately. The other two, it took me a while to land on the on the spot where you had to land. Like I would usually land in one of the other cabooses and I would or one of the other um, c- train cars. Mm-hmm. Like and, and I would always blow up, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it could be irritant too. Like it wasn't the easiest, but it was a cool mission. Yeah. And the game checkpoints well. If you take out one train, it's going to checkpoint at that train. Not going to make you keep doing all three trains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The checkpoints here are way better. Yeah, they could have been a lot more unforgiving. And even later on in the game, you have missions where you have to do multiple multiple of the same objectives. And the checkpointing holds true out throughout the entire game. So that it does feel good if you mess up. Yeah. Unlike a certain Jack 2. Oh. <laughs> uh, someday I need to play that damn series just to just to mm-hmm. finally play them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. And then I don't remember how this episode ends. Like, I know you take out all three trains and you seal the, the two lungs in the stomach, but I don't remember what happens after that. Uh, Nyla or Nila. Nila. Yeah, Nila. You, you find out, like, you kind of already know, but Nila's like just a bad cop. Oh, this is the one where she attacks you in the cop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She comes after you and, and it's like a shoot him up, uh, a shmup mm-hmm. with the. It was the helicopter. Yeah, it, it, the, the RC copter. Uh, rest in peace, RC copter. You you kind of suck, but you still did your kinda? purpose. <laughs> okay, uh, and then it's the second episode with Gene Bison, where you were at like his little like base camp. Then right, I think it is mm-hmm. some kind of like camp that you're running around. This is the one with the battery and stuff in the lighthouse. Yeah, so you go to his logging company. Okay, and then yeah, that's, I that's guess you're trying to get the last. I don't remember what part he had still that you're after. What uh, was going on? You're offered. You're after the, the ta- ta- talons. The yeah. talons. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does the whole like contest where he's like, "Oh, I'll, you know, I'll beat you with the talons, and you have to cheat." That was fun. That was yeah, fun. that was. Really oh fun. god, that shit. Uh. <laughs> that amused me a lot. Like everything you had, like everything you're doing is setting up to cheat in this contest. Yeah, and and he's and he's paid off the judges. So at the end of the day, you need to take care of the judges in order to actually like beat him. But uh, he's still stronger than all of you combined. So. He takes you out, so... Yeah, you don't even beat... Oh, yeah, I forgot. You get captured by him. Yep. This was an interesting... This level was fun. It took a while to get through. This also had a lot of team missions where you would use Sly and Murray or Sly and Bentley or Bentley and Murray in the same mission. It did that a lot in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Which was interesting, too, where the game didn't have as many dual missions like that, where this one had a ton. Yep. Yeah, um, it felt like an entire, like, a good heist mission. Yeah, it was it was a good episode too. I mean, it was longer and and kind of hard. Like I, cause the whole idea is also you're trying to get to the blimp where the last claw member, Archie Archipel, whatever the hell his name is, Arpeggio, Arpeggio, Arpeggio has a part two, if I remember right. 
No. Before that, before that, uh, I I liked the mammoth that was also frozen and that you had to oh yeah unfreeze him and uh-huh. then he ended up freeze getting freeze frozen again. In and the they lake. mention him multiple <laughs> times in the episode. You're like, oh, he must really like being frozen. You run into him. Oh, so that's yeah. where that guy went. You run into him a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was so great. I love the humor in these games, especially this one is just oh, off the chart and I love it. it. And it's just funny because like they didn't have to do that. But some dumbass <laughs> developer was like, what if he falls in the water <laughs> and he gets frozen again? <laughs> yeah, it was funny, though. They're totally right. It's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I had a hard time in one mission. You have to go and get this eagle nest and I couldn't figure out where the hell the eagle nest was for some reason, because. One thing I had mentioned this game, the game does have subtitles sometime, but other times it doesn't. And I did not like that there weren't subtitles. Yeah. 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 The subtitles are usually just with the binocucum yeah. and cutscenes, but whenever it's anything other than that, there's no subtitles. Which is the really first weird. thing that I always look for in games subtitles. Because mm. hey, I almost can't hear from one ear, so I, I I need to, and I still can't see for shit either, even with glasses. So, but at, at least you know I balance it out between trying to hear a little bit and uh, reading a little bit. But when you're streaming, you don't pay attention to no shit, and then you're lost, and then you're like, "What the hell do I have to do?" <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't that was annoying. But I, I, but the volume just wasn't very good for me, and that that wasn't the game fault. I'm pretty sure that was the emulator and just the way I was playing it. I didn't have the best volume. Mm. So when I can't read, it really made me upset. The, there's a thing, though, that it, it was interesting because since I was streaming and I had, you know, the volume at like a proper level, whenever you were playing normally, you know, th- there was like the, the the same exact amount of, of volume for the game. But suddenly when it got to the uh, to the presentations, the volume like skyrocketed. Like it's I didn't so know loud. Out. Yeah, it never it, got it, louder for me. Oh, so it might be a PS3 thing then. Yeah, that's probably yeah. a PS3 thing. It's probably a PS3 thing because every time that it swapped to to the presentations, since I think that they never touched those up for the PlayStation 3, I think that they just left them exactly the same. Like, yeah, that is the that is funny because like whenever you finish your missions and it zooms back into your safe house, it's so low poly. Yeah, and it lo- just looks like shit. Yep, it's yep. like oh cool, they didn't even change it. No, nope. that's good nope. enough. <laughs> So I guess that they didn't even change the volume either to match the rest of the game. Uh, mm, at least like that. that. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> it's interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting what you know, it's, especially since we're playing like Mike. You were playing the PS2 versions, and yeah, no, we, play, I, we played the PS3 versions. So I'm glad that we play different versions because we get. Different, it's interesting to hear the different stuff how it went. See, see, see why I played Pokemon. Uh... <laughs> no, I got nothing <laughs> for that hard? one. You played the wrong version. I got nothing. <laughs> See why I played yeah, Alpha that's like saying, I didn't play Sly 2 for the show. I played Sly 4. <laughs> no, no. Because Sly 4 is a different story. Well, Sapphire is still the same story as it's like saying We're playing FF7 and I play the remake instead of the regular game. Same story. Uh, no. Okay. On that one, no. Well, the no. remake's just better. The remake. Well, one, one, that. But two, the remake is, is the remake, the reboot, the sequel. The It works in mysterious ways. That's it all is. I'll say. Anyway, so like Cooper. And then after you end up be you you win the contest that you're the whole heist for that you're doing all this trouble for, everything was for nothing because then you get like you said, you get captured, you get knocked out by Gene and then oh locked up Jean. and put in the airship. <laughs> and this is the lowest part for them too. Like 
Oh, no, I forgot. You got to fight Gene as Bentley. Yes. yes. That was a cool fight. I actually really enjoyed that fight. It actually was fun. Like, you ran I, around and hit, you hit switches, right? And that's how you heard them? Yeah. They, I died like, you have fire, so many you times. have saws. I, I died a lot, too. I died so many times because of my own traps. I <laughs> Not we necessarily because of him. It was because I would like fire, fire. And since I think that I have a little bit of a problem with that fight, and it's that I think that the camera should have been a little bit further away from Bendley. Oh. Because sometimes you can't necessarily see where you're going because you're running around. You can't stop for shit. Like, no, because he'll kill you. I just, I just now realized there's logs you can drop on him. I'm watching yeah. the video of it. Damn. Dude, I only knew the about the logs. blades and the fires. I never noticed the logs or missed it when the game had the text that ran across and said, use the logs or somewhere said logs. logs. I never realized that the logs were my saving grace because I was dying so much in that fucking fight that I ended up just cheesing the fight with just going to the middle log, letting him come to me and just dropping the log on him, moving a little bit because he his his character gets thrown back. After he, he recuperates, he, he gets thrown back like a little bit. But it, the amount of time that he comes back, the logs are already back in place. So you can just keep dropping it on him constantly. Yeah, that's a speedrun tactic, too, by the way. That's what they do. So I basically did that without knowing that it was a speedrun tactic. I was just like, I got to cheese this fucker somehow because I am not going to stay here all night. Okay, that's yeah. cool. I, okay, that, I enjoyed this fight. This is one I didn't have a hard time with, actually. I had a hard time. Yeah. It's a it's an interesting fight. I just have that one gripe that the camera should have been panned a little bit further away from Bentley so that you can see where you're going when, when running away from him. Yeah. Why well, is the most trouble with the tiger? Because I don't like I don't like game to have bosses that just take an insane amount of damage for no reason but to annoy you and you just gotta keep watching the same pattern over and over again. Well it's fun. Oh, yeah. Metroid too. <laughs> I just don't like that. <laughs> that irritates me a lot. You're just waiting for an opening. As soon as you get that opening, if you miss it up, now you got to go through the whole cycle again. I just don't like that in games. Mm. I'd rather just be able to keep beating at you and then, like, you know, we just get through it, not, well, let's just play this game for six minutes and have a, a long, drawn out fight where you're on your toes for six minutes. Like, I don't like that. I don't know. And then you get, and then also, like, this is a really depressing part for the team because after you get captured, you lose all your parts. Too. They take all your parts, they throw you in mm-hmm. a battery cell, and you're up in the sky. Yep. Like it's they kind have of like sad too. Like everything you did was for nothing. They're so depressed and upset. And I mean, there's a lot of sad parts in the in the game. Like when Sly and, and Murray get captured yeah. that first time and and Bentley is left all alone and he's like, In all the years that we've that that we've known each other, we've never been split apart. Like we've always been together. And he's like that's his driving, his that's his motivation of like, I need to rescue the guys because I don't know what to do yeah. all by myself and all that. Yeah. But yeah, the thing that got me was uh, Murray just looking. I don't know how, but I guess that there was like a little bit of of space to look outside. And he saw the van just floating away in an iceberg. And the van, van, not the van. Uh, And we had this this was an interesting episode because the whole time you're in the sky, you're in a giant like you're in a giant airship. Mm hmm. Yeah, in a in a blimp. Yeah, like it's, it's, so, it's like the first level. Is such a good last level. It's hard though. Yeah, like even that recon mission, we have to steal four keys from the guards, and you can't take them out. And then you have to like, I had a really hard time with this because I couldn't figure out. I had to watch a video to figure out what to do, where you have to jump on these moving platforms and oh. hit a button, but there's no symbol. Like everything has a symbol in this game. There's no yeah. sly symbol to show you to do it. 
Yeah, you have Dude. to like hit, you have to hit on them when they are like level, so you can actually sit, hit on you can actually stand on them. Then you have to go operate the computer. It's it's a uh, it, requ- it required a little bit of thinking. I had no time to look at videos. I was streaming that, and I was like one just the just the beginning part. I was already like thirty minutes, and I was like, oh no, this is going to I'm going to be here all night. Yeah. It's it's cool and it's also funny how you're the reason that you put together the because you think these makes are holding together clockwork and it ends up being mm-hmm. when you mess with them it puts them all together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, that bunch was of shit. You you don't blow it. And this is you when don't. you really do see Nilo working with uh, Archipag, the little parrot guy, which is the last of the group. Arpeggio. Yeah. Arpeggio is such a disappointment though. Like you don't even fight him. He's not really no. like he's just there. He, he's just a little he parrot. He goes out. He goes out like a fucking punk. Like yeah, he gets eaten alive. Ugh, Jesus H Christ! <laughs> but yeah, they they give you backstory of who he is, but he was he was just eh. like it's so funny because they they build him up and it's his name arpeggio. It's funny because it just means like instead of playing a chord, you arpeggiate it. You basically play the sh- you play the short notes of everything. And since he's a short he's guy, short. <laughs> it's just a funny, ah, it's a funny name. I know. Um, I realized that. <laughs> But like they build him up to be like, oh, he's going to be smart. He's going to be someone that's going to be yeah. really hard to take down. And then he just gets eaten by a bird. Yeah, he just fucking bites the dust. She's easy. It's great. Oh, I forgot because she yeah she eats him, doesn't she? Because mm-hmm. Neil ends up taking over Clockwork at one point. Yep. Because the whole yep. mission, or you find out, the whole plan was that they're that everything you were that they were doing, Clockwork Gang was doing, was to get the spice and then the spice was going to make everybody hate in Paris so that when you flew, when they flew over Paris using the Aurora Borealis that you were dealing with earlier, they were going to absorb all the energy and then absorb all the hate. So they would become an, uh, clockwork become immortal and whoever's inside of him. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I said, everything since the beginning tied up all at the end of like everyone, every, everyone thought that they were like doing their own operation, like separately and shit, but no, it all like amounted to, to uh, Arpeggio's ultimate plan, which yeah, was to take well, except his plan failed because Neela goes inside Clockwork and not him. Yeah, yeah. which we essentially she get... gets absorbed by Clockwork, right? Like she's now part of the mech. She is Clockwork. She's she Clockwork. Clockla. Yeah. Clockwork. Yeah, Clockla. We never actually get like a backstory of her, like why, like who she was before being a cop, like why she wanted the the like aside from the fact the the whole oh I want to be eternal or whatever you know the same evil evil doer monologue thing or whatever but we never actually like do get like a backstory of her she's the only one that we never got anything yeah she's just kind of an elusive figure you don't really get anything about her which Mm. kind of kind of makes it disappointing because she is the the big bad at the very end of it and it's i don't know if she comes back in the next game or spoilers no okay like it just makes it seem it seemed like you did all, all this good stuff. Like the Claw Gang was kind of cool. Like they are. They cool. seem like really yeah. interesting villains. And then Neela just kind of comes in here and it's like, this, Meh. Is, this is my show, bitches. I mean, yeah, the it was last me. level it was, was me. hard. Like there's one mission you had to go in T- a TNT barrel and run around oh so you can't jump. Frickin- and I hated this mission <laughs> so much. Uh, I because I didn't it's have not that much. Easy, like I didn't it is not that much trouble to get around. Oh, I didn't no, have that not. much trouble. I swear the guards that have the lights on them, they were my worst enemy. They would turn around, and so I would be right behind them. It's like, okay, as long as I, they don't see me in their lights, I'll be fine. So I would just try and sneak a little bit to reposition myself, and they would immediately turn around. 
and hit me. I I probably spent 25 minutes on that freaking mission just going from each dynamite stick or each magnet stick. Oh man. That's that's a good mission. It the the whole last area is just such a like mess to get around but it works, but it mm-hmm. it it was inter- like it's hard. I it was mm-hmm. a very hard, but you are right, it's a very good last level. Yeah. The stakes feel Yeah, they really do. Yeah. And then you end up fighting clockwork. Like, I like, like how the last two missions are all like one set where you're on a freaking copter with Carmelita and you're gunning down, fighting. I had a hard time with this one where you're oh shooting God. at clockwork. That, that helicopter oh ride with the turret. Oh. I, I, was having, I was having a hard time because you can usually like take down the missiles that Clockwork shoots at you or the rings. If you shoot them once, they they... They turn from those the rings inside were terrible to, until to I watched the video. Oh man, yeah, those those rings you can avoid them, but there's one shot that you cannot that you will always get hit if she does it. Yeah, and, the energy and, blast. You can yes. you can dodge it. You can I, stop that. Yeah, you can stop it, but it took me like five five deaths to re, to actually hear it because I I could hear when she was powering it up and that that I had to like oh I gotta shoot. Before she shoots me with that shit, because that's uh, going to be the end of me. You got to shoot her in the face a whole bunch to stop her. Otherwise, it, problem, it takes and, a lot of and damage. And the problem with that is that the rings would be coming at you. So oh, you, have, you, have to, you have to hit the ring, shoot in between the rings, but not hit the rings again. Because you hit the rings again, you'll reactivate them. Oh, yeah, it was miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such I, a good, uh, like, last minute, like, fuck you. Because, like, you just shoot missiles. Like, cool, I'm just going to shoot the missiles. And I kept shooting the rings. And I didn't know that they are opening and closing. Mm-hmm. I was like, how many shots does it take to destroy these? Man. Yeah, it, it took me a while to remember that shit. Yeah. Fantastic. And you finally yeah. get on clockwork and then you have to hit them in the eyes. Which mm-hmm. I, had to watch. I couldn't figure out how to do either at first. And then you finally get it to crash. And then the final like little fight, which is kind of a free fight where you play as all three of them. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All and three got to do a little, pe- a little bit of thing included to beat out to beat Clockwork, and then they fr- uh, Carmelita finally arrests Sly as part of the deal to let the be- other two go free. Be- before <laughs> that, before that, yep. Mike, oh. before that, Murray has to open up the the Clockwork jaws so that mm-hmm. Bentley can take out the hate ship, which is the thing that that is powering yeah. up Clockwork. And when he does that, the mouth closes, and Bentley becomes paraplegic. Yeah. They like they break his legs. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. 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 Like he they says just straight that, up break his legs. Yeah. He says, Murray, come pick me up because I can't move. Yeah. And, it, and this and boilers for the future games. But this thing, he, he can no longer walk in, in the future games. He uses a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Who it's, broke his leg? The mouth. Oh, when it closed down, it, 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 it crushed his legs. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it, it, it's it's fucking sad, dude. So Carmelita shows up to arrest them, and Sly just barters with her, let them let them go because he knows that you know if they try to run, they're not gonna make it because Bentley is just a wreck right now. So he just barters with her and trades himself to to Carmelita in order to let the guys go, and and yeah, and me, and Carmelita finally arrests the Ringtail. It's it's a it's a little bit of a sad moment at the very end. Yeah, I thought for sure, like, okay, so that's how the third game's gonna start, and then he escapes oh, in the helicopter. Yes. I, <laughs> I love 
Uh, I love how he says, uh, by the time that we passed the, the Eiffel Tower for the 15th time, I figured that, that something was up. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, there's no pilot, it's just a brick. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how the hell they then uh, Murray did it, because it wasn't Bentley, it was Murray that just sabotaged the, the helicopter at, one, at some point. And just, <laughs> again, video game, I guess. It, it was still funny. And yeah, also, it's a, good, it's a good little scene. I, I and also I like the fact that they like actually bonded a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they started like sharing like their passions and all that stuff. Because here's the deal: Sly has always been uh, after Carmelita's tail. But it's, it, eh. I mean, at the end of the first game, he kisses her, and she like, oh, so I yeah, don't know. Like I, I, they're made for each other. Yes, they are. It's just. The professions that they choose are not, you know, are very opposites of each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is, we'll leave it that was without any spoiler talk. Was four supposed to be the end? Like, does it have like a wrap up to the series, or was it just another game that they just never no. got greenlit? Tree Tree felt like an end. Okay. Because the way the way Tree ends, I think it it ended pretty solidly. Uh, people have a lot of problems with four. I I don't have a problem with it. I've heard. Yeah. There's some stuff that happens that undoes the the last game or or, or episode or episode uh three slide three yeah slide okay. three like a lot of things so there's a total 180 that people hate so much with one character in in that that was presented in slide three and and there they have a something happens with that character in slide four that people just hate a lot okay. Yeah, it, it it will be interesting, but but no, four. The thing with four though is that that one ends with a cliffhanger. Oh, that's so, too bad. And we haven't. We're probably never getting a slide five. God damn it. Yeah, I don't think we are either. So, like, you never I, know I, though. I started having hope because we uh, months ago they actually released a a Sly Cooper Funko Pop, and I was like, oh, maybe they're te- they, maybe this is you know like teasing something because there was a Ratchet and Clank Funko Pop. That came out when the new game came out. So when they revealed that they were doing a, a Sly Cooper uh, Funko, I was like, "Ooh, wait a minute, maybe now's the time. Maybe, maybe Sly's coming back, baby." But so far, nothing. Yeah, you're probably not getting anything anytime soon. I feel like, uh, sadly, and they didn't even do Sly Four. They did. No, no, they didn't. They're not. I'm looking at their stuff. They didn't do Sly Four. It's, oh, it's Sucker Punch. Sun- no, no, it was Sans Arrow game. Which oh, handled sorry. the the remakes of the mm. one through three. Yeah, the HD okay. collection. Yeah. All right, you guys yeah. ready for questions, comments, and memories? I got a. Oh f- yeah. All right. Yeah. First from the I Watch Entire Overblood Super Replay from Daniel Melman. The open hubs, multiple characters, in-game economy, and lighter focus and platforming all really messed with what I loved about the first game, which I consider one of the best platformers on the PS2. I was honestly bored to tears and never ended up playing three or four as a result even though I love one so much. Yeah, that's a Melman opinion, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yes, it is. He was on the show, actually, Prince of Persia episode. He's been mm. on one so far. I mean, he's on, wait, I he's was... on Golden Sun also. That hasn't been released yet. Uh, Andrew Burns. I was first exposed to this three. Demo of Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal and blown away as a kid. Bought the game, but never saw it through until I picked up the PS3 collection last year. It wasn't my first Platinum, but I credit Sly 2 for being one of the most instrumental in making me a trophy hunter. Hell yeah. Yeah, platinum, it was baby. fun. It was fun getting the platinum in this game because it wasn't it wasn't very hard. You didn't have to do uh, anything out of the ordinary. You just had to do everything. Mm-hmm. 
from Brent Johnson. I always thought it was deeply hilarious. Carmelita had a new voice actor every game. I think they yes. got every character's voice just right with this one, though. Yeah, that's something that that happens in every game. Carmelita's voice. They 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 changed the voice actress for Carmelita. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. And they give her like different accents each time, too. Uh, like weird. sometimes she's British in this one. She's like, like I his... thought she was the same same person. No. She also didn't talk a lot. So in this one, she's like Hispanic, I think. I think that yeah, that's why I, I that's why I like this. one. This one is my favorite Carmelita, too. Like the, 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 the voice just and maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's because this was my first Sly game. But th this is the one that I prefer out of all the Carmelita voices. And from Tom mm. Drake, one of the best games of the PS2 era, if not in general. I missed this sucker punch so dang much. Also, probably my favorite 3D platformer now that I think about it. Uh, from Jeremy Shannon, I really enjoyed the hub worlds in Sly 2 and 3 much better than the linear Sly 1. Those games mm -hmm. are a delight. Enjoy playing it for the first time and check out Sly 3 afterwards. It's not as good as 2, but still great. Dang. It'll be a while. Someday. Okay. Yeah, we'll be back. And we'll from be. World of Sly Cooper, official. I got a few, I got a few comments. I'm, from I'm surprised. Isaiah Vila. Hmm? I'm surprised that Gabe didn't comment anything. No, he, they tagged him. Trent tagged him, but he didn't put anything in there. Okay. He because he's he's probably the biggest Sly fan uh, <laughs> in the group. Like he has, def he definitely has opinions about Sly Four. That's. <laughs> I I do want to play the other Sly game someday, but it'll be it'll probably be a while. It's definitely going to be probably a year before I play three because I'm in no rush. Yeah. I got too many other games. I got to knock off my list. Yeah, like Infamous my, 2. Infamous 2, when, Mike? Infamous 2. Come I do on. want to do that, but I didn't make it the next season unless I change things around. Uh, From Isaiah Vila, it's one of the best games in the Sly Saga. Good story, good dialogue and writing, and awesome gameplay, memorable moments. Mm -hmm. uh, Preston Sapp. Sly 2 is my personal favorite out of all the series, one of the all-time favorite games in general, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. From Sylvie in Scotland, Sly 2 is the best out of the franchise by far. This is when we dive deep into the stealth genre. And let's see, from Mirzan Oz Ozmi, I got stuck in Rajan's part two and didn't complete it till a couple years ago. Aside from that, nostalgic story and amazing gameplay carried it really well. And from the Giant Bomb group, I got two comments. I'll read both of those. From Jason Forberg, dude, I love the Indian level where you get to dance to a waltz version of the Sly's theme with Carmelita. <laughs> mm -hmm. From mm -hmm. Paul Engman, I really like the Sly games, but I think Sly 2 is pretty dark when it comes to Bentley and they kind of just gloss over it. Yeah, the motherfucker just breaks his legs and they're like, yeah. well... Yep. See you and next from the, game. From the last group I'm going to read from Sly Cooper's fan club. I got a lot of comments. I will not be able to read all of them, but I'll read some. Uh, from Carlos Soto. This is a game with fantastic gameplay and in-depth story, sharp writing, and great visuals. The only downside is a lack of mission reset. Oh, here's mm. here's one that we kind of talked about from Matt Keeper. I think having a discussion how they could have fleshed out Neela's character backstory mm -hmm. would be interesting. After all, they never explained why she wanted the Im immortality for herself. Yeah. Yeah, it would yeah. have been nice. Like, you guys are right, like we mentioned earlier. I, I didn't think about it when I was playing it, but yeah, they should have gave her something. Like, Neela, compared to actual clockwork, who you know what his motivation is, or, you know, the the main villain of the third game to, to a degree as well, Neela's like the lowest of the three just because of that. In terms of, like, the final boss that you're uh, trying to defeat, like... She, they needed to add like some sort of backstory or some sort of explanation because it just it almost just comes out of nowhere of her. Oh, yeah, I yeah. was working with the claw gang all along and I wanted immortality for myself. Like it just it almost feels like it was shoehorned in instead of like, you know, arpeggio 
you know his motivation. He was he was bullied. He was short and all that. That's why he wanted to have all the power and, and whatnot. But Neela, it's just they never go into her backstory, so you never really like I, uh, understand why she wanted the immortality. Aside from oh, I wa- I'm evil, so I want to be super evil now. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was there, then got cut for one reason or another. I I don't know. That's a good. That's a good that question. feels like something that might have gotten cut in a way. You know, maybe. Okay. And let's see, from Fred LaFrant, I liked it, but too many holes and some things don't make sense. Okay. Okay. Uh, from Josh Molzen, this is a game that aged like fine wine. I don't know how I end up getting this game for Christmas, but I can say it easily when the best in the PS2 I played when looking at other platformers in the era. Great characters with great backstories that build their archetypes. The prologue is such a great setup to the characters and how you get a good feel for them. The first three acts are so well designed, not to say the rest of the game isn't great. Each area remains consistently interesting and fun to traverse. The power-up and clue bottle system is also a lot of fun. It is a game I go back to almost as much as Jack and Daxter. Mm. And yeah. let's see. And this is a, here's a good one from Michael Roberts. I feel bad that you skipped this game. I remember when it came out, I begged my mom to get this game for me when I was in the first grade. Damn. I don't know how I skipped this game, to be honest. I was dumb. I was too dumb as a kid. Uh, I already told you that. I, this was the game that I played. I skipped one and I skipped three. I played this one. Well, I'm glad I finally went back to it. Like, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I skipped a lot of PS2 platformers. Like, back then yeah. when this is a good game. PS2, uh, a buddy of mine would buy the Ratchet & Clank games. I bought the Jack, I would buy different, we tried to buy different games, so we would borrow each other's games then. Mm-hmm. And this was one series for some reason, neither, we didn't like stealth, so neither of us ever picked this up. I never played it until Stu put the first one on the show a while ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did, I kind of did that with, but it was this, I, I got this and Ratchet 2, my best friend had the Jack games, and he he would be the one that that loaned them to me so that I could play them. All right, and I think we should go to Shelf Stacker Box, and I'll go first as the new guy who never played this game before. Mm. So I went into this game not. I mean, I, I had some high hope because of DJ's old comments, and people have talked so highly about this game, but I was still blown away with how much I enjoyed it, how much fun I had, how good I think it is. Like, this is a, I'm so glad I got to play this game finally, and it's a game that I'm going to be recommending to people all, all the time from now on. Like, it's just, it's it's really damn good. It's going on the shelf, and I'm so happy I got to play it. Uh, what about you, Nick? Oh, man, I'm only on this show whenever we play good games. Which, so it sounds like I'm such a shill, but this is just going Most on the shelf. Are. Most yeah. people don't come on for shit games. Yeah, I, w- I would love to play a shit game sometime. I just don't, I just n- don't really do that. But uh, I do. It, it's such a good game, and it, it make, takes me back. It's like this is like the pinnacle of like the PlayStation 2 era. Like there are just damn good games coming out. So man, put that shit on the shelf. All right. And what about you, Emmanuel? You already know. Why do you I, ask? But I still need to hear it. You already to hear it. You already know. You already know that this game put it on the shelf. Put it on put the it switch. On the shelf. Put it on the shelf because put, yeah, it, you should totally put this on the switch. I mean, maybe someday, maybe one day when. When all the consoles merge together to wage war against the evil PC master race. You mean against Disney? That's what it'll be. That too. But yeah, Ooh. this game this game just like I said, it oozes it's still it's still such a good game, even after all these years. Even though I if you watch my streams, I I struggled a little bit here and there, but it was because I had a deadline of getting to this show. 
to actually talk about it. So I was getting a little bit frustrated with some of it, but it's I I've said that it's not the game's fault; it is my own fault. Um, so, but this game this game's fantastic. Still, this is this is easily like Nick said, one of the best PlayStation Two games of all time. Like there is this this game just oozes style. It's still super good to to play. The characters are charming. The story is so good, and everything everything about it, except for you know the little the the gripes that we had with the mini games and size stuff, you know those things like take it down a notch from it from it being like you know the perfect uh, PlayStation uh, two platformer, but it, it still comes very damn near close. So yeah, <laughs> obviously it goes on. It it is on my shelf. I mean the PlayStation three version is on my shelf. <laughs> yes. Okay. And. That about wraps up the episode. And before I go on to say what we're going to talk about next week, I do want to say, if you do want to hear the first Sly Cooper episode, episode 65. God, it's been, Damn, it's been a long time. Almost 100 episodes since we covered it. It's been almost 100 episodes. Jesus H. Christ, Mike. It's been 90. Jesus. Well, because Stu picked the first one, and I've been meaning to get, but it never was on my list as one of my picks. There's always been other stuff, but now that it's just me doing picks, I'm like, well, I'll just finally get this out of the way. <laughs> That's kind of how it happened. So, yeah, definitely go look at that. And I do want to mention what we're going to be next week. I'm going to be talking about Metroid Samus Returns for 3DS. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, that game. And I'm playing it legit because I couldn't get the, and I regret this. I didn't, I owned it. I bought it a long time ago. I don't regret that part, but I'm not playing emulation. I'm actually playing legit, and I regret that. Dude, dude. It's at the moment, I'm at the Metroid Queen. Even even me playing with emulation, I had such a hard time. Oh, I, even, I've got my ass handed to me multiple times, and now I'm on the Metroid Queen. I'm about to go start even, it later, and I'm just like, oh, even God, with this safe is not going to be fun. Even with safe states, I have had such a hard, I had such a hard time, dude. You can go oh, I, back. I, at I, it. I I just didn't want to mess with the 3DS emulator because you have to uncrypt stuff. And I'm like, I want to play an actual 3DS. Like I'm gonna play this legit, and I regret that decision immensely. There's there's files that you can find that are un, uh, decrypted already. You don't need to. Oh, well, I did not know. We can talk about it afterwards. But yeah. It, I, I bought it. Oh God, I bought it years ago for like twenty bucks, and I've been holding on to it. I'm, and I it felt bad opening. I had to break the brand new open seal. I'm like, this feels bad. Since since I'm not gonna be in in that episode, I I will say that Metroid: Samus Returns was one of the well was the game that kept that kept me sane in 2017 because when the game arrived and it was the time when Hurricane Maria hit us here in Puerto oh. Rico. So mm. we had no electricity for a whole month, and I just had the 3DS. I didn't have a Switch. I just had the 3DS, and Metroid: Samus Returns was what was what was was what was keeping me sane during all those very dark nights. So I I have a soft spot for it, even though God, some of it is frustrating. A lot of it is frustrating, actually. It's a good thing that Metroid Dread is so much better. <laughs> I do want to play it. it. It makes me really want to play Dread, but I'll get more into that next they, week. They um, they incorporate a lot of things from Samus Returns to, to Metroid Dread, but done much better. I look forward to it. And oh, and Emmanuel, where can people find you at? Uh, people can find me over at twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart, where I stream a couple times a week. I have a show called First Strike, where I sit down to play the beginning of old-ass video games, where sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not so good. I have a different variety of shows like License to Game. I play licensed video games like 
Enter the Matrix or Spider-Man 2 or like yesterday, The Grinch for PlayStation 1. Oh, that's a good game. I was surprised that it was <laughs> decent. <laughs> I was I I thought by what everyone had told me, I thought that I would hate it, but I actually there's hey, there's sometimes a few things old games can surprise you that you just would think are trash and they aren't. There's a few things, a few problems with that game, like frame rate, and it's stopping every five seconds to tell you what you need to do. But aside from that, I thought that it it played well, and I will maybe maybe play the whole thing eventually. But I also have First Lap, where I uh, play racing games. I am going to have up next year, because we're, uh, I'm only going to do like three more streams this year. The next year, I'm going to do Kart Month, where I take a look at different kart racers from the you know the different games like the the two diddy kong games the two diddy kong racing games which i've never played either the lego racer games there's a bunch there's a whole dude when i first started looking at 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 all the kart racers that exist there was so many because i i was going to it was supposed to be like just me doing some kart games for first strike but i decided to spin off the the racing games to its own show because I was never going to get through all the the card racers. Uh, so there's that. There's Future Strike, where it's new games and demos of, of upcoming games. Indie Strike, the the name says it all. It's indie games, which I'll be doing. Spark the Electric Jester one and two, which are Sonic clones basically. And oh, and speaking of Sonic, the Final Strike, which is the last first strike of the year, uh, is going to be Sonic 06. So, oh, that's a good game. Don't <laughs> I really want to play it for the show, but I got to find suckers first before I put it on. Well, you got a volunteer right there called Nick Palayo. He's the okay. biggest sucker right there that I can see right now that said that it's a good game. It's um, a good game. About I really Garfield, want to do it on the show. Racer, I've been I've never played it. I own it. Multiple copies of it. I really want to do it on the show. But also, lastly, I also do uh, a weekly movie uh, show that is Mystery Movie Friends. Where me and uh, a few of, of, of the other guys uh, from the group, or uh, and my friends, we do we discuss different movies. Sometimes ones that I've never seen. Like uh, a few weeks ago, we did uh, Die Hard because I had never actually seen Die Hard, and I enjoyed that movie very much. It's um, a movie. It's 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 a it's one could say it's a Christmas movie. But yeah, you can catch all that over on twitchtv slash Lionheart or youtube.com slash Lionheart. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find rest. We have 284 other episodes or more for you to enjoy at this point of this recording. So definitely go check that out. If you can't find everything on whatever podcast you use, iTunes, Spotify, we everything is on Podbean. So if you want to find a lot of our really old stuff, you might have to go to Podbean or Podcast Addict, which is the thing that lets you download them to your to your device. And then you can find all our old episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Everything is on YouTube, but no video, just audio. So if you were to listen to your podcast while you're at work, you can do it right on YouTube. Nice and easy. I know I've done it before. So definitely go check that out. And I want to give a shout out to your awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury is her TikTok. You will see her link in the show notes to her TikTok. Go follow her on Instagram, TikTok, and everything like that. She's on there posting videos. And want to give a shout out to my buddy, Bill Tucker, who did the MCU stuff with me, which is finished. Um, he started his own podcast, Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. And I think that's... Every, oh, we have a Patreon. How can I forget? For as little as that, you can go vote in our Patreon polls. So go help out the show. Throw us some money. It keeps the lights on. And I think that's everything I need to say. And we will so I will see. We will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody.
Bye. Bye.